In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. And you are looking plausibly live on this glorious Sunday, July 5th, 2020 at the Capitol Golf Gang. We are in the Mobile Strike Studio in the parking lot of the greatest candy store on earth, Golfdom Golf, Tyson's Corner. We're going to talk to Buddy Christensen about his weapon of the week and uh, mid-season acquisitions, which, by the way, boys, it's like, you know, now that we're finally up and running, this is now the new spring gear acquisition. Yes, it is. That's uh, right. Doing We're, a ton of fittings, and people are getting excited. And I think people have a couple extra bucks that are hanging around because they haven't been going out to restaurants and things like that and movies and games. And So I think it's going to be very interesting over the next month, merchandise-wise. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Johnny Ronis. Ron Thomas is uh, in the captain's chair next to him here inside the Mobile Strike studio. Could you please take the Amish beard chin strap mask off? While we do the show, I can't look at you like that. I'm sorry. I actually I know forgot you're being I had so- it. No, I had it. I forgot I had it on. I, uh, oh, I have, Lord. I have been in a hospital all morning. I know. You work for MedTrax. Your company is MedTrax. You don't work for them. You own the company. I you, do. You, you buy and sell medical equipment. You're in and out of hospitals all the time. Uh, everyone healthy? Everyone good? I well, know. Well, it's funny you say that because I was in the morgue this morning removing oh a bunch of equipment no one's from the there. morgue. No one was no, healthy no in the morgue. Person. There was very little conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but they were at peace. Very they were happy. Quiet. They were at Not peace. healthy, but happy. Yeah, and they were <laughs> right. fully uh, quarantined yeah. from the rest of the population. Very good. All right, good. Well, let's get right into it. How's the PGA Tour doing? Uh, in the restart of their season. All things considered, graded boys on a scale of hole-in-one, eagle, birdie, par, bogey, double bogey, or X. I'll start with you, John Ronas. How is the PGA Tour's restart in the age of coronavirus going? Honestly, I think it's hanging on the lip of a hole-in-one. Wow. I, think I would call it a hole-in-one, but I think it's hanging on the lip. I think That close. Yeah, I think some superstars have shown their face, and the cream has risen to the top on many of these tournaments. It was good to see Dustin Johnson win for the 13th straight year in a row. And I really think it couldn't be a whole lot better for a start. Of course it's different, but I don't really see the fans not there and worry about the crowd noise or anything. I'm blipping in and out. You know me. I don't watch a ton of it. I'm blipping in and out anyway, so I don't get too caught up in the broadcast. I think it's looking right, pretty good. Full credit to Jay Monahan on that, the commissioner of the PGA Tour. Ron Thomas, how would you grade the PGA Tour's restart in the age of coronavirus? I am going eagle. I think they've got an, eagle. Uh, yeah, they have uh, achieved eagle status. And the only holdback, I, I was listening to um, Sirius XM PGA Tour Network Radio and Taylor Hassarzer had Ricky Barnes on today. My which man. Today's Wednesday. My pro-am buddy, yeah. Ricky Barnes. And, and Is he still golfing? He Sorry, is. It's funny you say that. He uh, he lives in Phoenix. He plays there, but he has a summer home in Lake Tahoe. And he still has a painting business? I, I'm not sure about that. Remember but the hat he, that he, he used to wear? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His hat was a painter's hat. hat. Yeah. Yeah. But he's playing. Anyway, he talked about the only negative side. He, he talked about what he had to go through for testing, um, you know, in, in terms of what he needed to do. He actually 
They had a uh, well. I'll make it fast, but they had a FedEx truck. Not a chance of that. FedEx delivered the, uh, the test swabs. from. They, yep, and he had to do it on FaceTime, and the FedEx driver actually waited six to eight minutes. He said, and then he had to show that he put the thing back together, the test, and put it in there. And he had to it. do it on FaceTime for what tour regulations? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. So to show you did the test prior to reporting to the. And ball. then once he gets there, once he gets to the golf course, uh, he has to do the test again. He said the only drawback was if any tour player is around anybody who has a family member or a caddy family member, anybody, then they get their credentials taken. They have no access to the locker room until their testing is done. So it's just that seems to me extreme. But no, it's not. Yeah. Do you want to have any? Have you guys been tested? I got the antibody test negative. Sadly, okay. I was hoping for it. Why you? I have been tested. And yeah. Well, I mean, you talk about doing a FaceTime in your own house. I mean, I drive into a parking lot, and you don't even know when they're going to come out and test you. They come rolling out there with that swab, and they stick that thing and touch your brain. Touch and then your they brain. pull it out. Rick, see stars. Ricky you Barnes, see God. Ricky Barnes said it felt like it touched his heart. Yeah. Well, um, and, you know, honestly, I had a long drive home because I drove to an instant place. Um, and within five minutes, that sensation was gone. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a piece of cake. But um, it was it was uh, the waiting and the organization of it is not the best right now. But the tests are available, I, and uh, you, I think anyone can get a test. Right I now. think that the tour is doing a great job, and I'm enjoying to change gears here. I'm enjoying no crowd. To be truthful, you are. Yeah, I'm not because well, they piss, They usually end up pissing me off or annoying me. The guy, the, <laughs> the people Baba, yell, the Baba yeah. Booey types. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think though the players, you know, it's entertainment. There's no question. It's entertainment to us, right? It's a job to them. But uh, I like to see the crowd because I think they play up to the crowd a little. bit. There have been some smatterings of crowds at these places with homes on the course. Hilton yeah. had had it. Uh, there was a couple of uh, cheers that came up for Dustin Johnson. The other day over at Cromwell, where all the, the TPC-sized houses there, and people are like, yay. Yeah. I yeah. do want the fans back, but it makes sense that right now they're going slow, and they're being extremely cautious. I mean, you're talking about, to me, the most amazing thing was Brooks Kepka's brother, his little brother who doesn't have status, Monday qualified. But because Kepka's caddy popped a positive, Kepka WD'd and his brother did as well. Wow. Can you imagine? I mean, I would play through uh, Ebola yeah. if I Monday qualified and got into a tour event. That's exactly what I was just referencing. If you have an affiliation or a close relationship with anybody who's right. been around someone, they take your credentials and they... Yeah, yeah but he could have gotten the instant test and... and, and um, I know. And... And he volunteered to WD. But they, they want, I think the tour wants to be extra cautious. And they have the ability to do it because, you know, they're all independent contracts. He's got 156 guys. Who cares if five get positive tests? I think it's been five so far, positive tests. Then a bunch of associated guys withdrew out yeah. of an abundance of caution, which is fine, which is good. Like that. And, and it just frustrates me that certain guys in the golf media, <clears throat> Jeff Shackelford, writes, it's only a matter of time. Not if the tour has to hit pause on their season. Absolutely not. Why do people write that stuff? 
who have a vested interest in the game. Can you answer me that? Yeah, because they get hits on social media, and they don't care if it's negative or positive. They don't care if they're right or wrong. The whole media on, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, it's all about just showing your sensitivity, out there. showing that well, you take it seriously. It's only a matter of or time. Or don't take it serious. It's either way. Someone, 50%, is going to hate you, and 50% are going to like you. So might as well just I've throw never it out seen there. sports writers root against their own best interests mm-hmm. in my life. Woke. They have to be woke. Yeah. You know what Ricky Barnes kept bringing up was this stipend. Do you know about this stipend? No. Oh, there's a if you are t- if you test positive, you can get a hundred thousand dollars. You can yes. or you will. You you will. Oh my God! If you're get a full time, if you're a full time tour will player, ninety eight and make a hundred grand a week. Yeah. Just give me the Rona. Keep giving it's a, it. To I me. think it's a one time one time deal. Hundred thousand payment. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Crazy. Boy, don't get addicted to that tour pros, right? Well, and what they said also is if you test positive, they give you the the hundred thousand, and you are known to be, uh, or if you test and you get there, and then you start going to a gym or you start going to restaurants and this and that, then you lose it. Yeah. So they're oh, really okay. trying to keep. Okay. Well, that's, In fact, that's, Ricky Barnes look, said uh, Ricky Barnes said a bunch of guys are they they are renting homes together, all the tour it, players eating it. at home. Of course, okay. they're hiring yeah. a chef and everything. I, I but, think because I've recently had to be more educated on this subject, I think it's getting very close to them understanding the most common ways that you get this. It's not touching something. It's not having a, a, a conversation on a trail walking in the woods. It is face-to-face, 15 or more minutes of contact, and golf does not supply that. That's where no. bars yeah. and maybe maybe but, a game or something does, but golf does not provide that. But some guys like Nick Watney, the first guy to get it, says, I don't know where I got it, and that's the scariest thing about it. And I said, no, no, it's not scary. That's the thing about it. You're not yeah. going to know where you get it. Kind of like is, the flu. Right. It is. Whew, yeah. It's in the air. Yeah. It's everywhere. And you can't hide from it. And these bubbles that these sports leagues are going to create, well, if it's the NBA bubble, it's not going to keep everything out. There is no such thing as a bubble. I don't blame them for trying, and they're going to do their best. You can't control it. So, anyway, I think it's going great so far. On the uh, last ad, on the uh, I got two other things from the uh, TPC event up at uh, River Highlands. Question one: Was Ian Poulter's fart unbecoming a professional? Am I just too stodgy? You know what I'm talking about, right? I yeah, don't. I do. Okay. So, yeah, it is. So, <laughs> so basically, Ian Poulter ripped one right after his playing partner Greg Chalmers teed off on number one. It was caught on a microphone. It was clear as day, and they giggled afterwards. Yeah. Unbecoming? No, I think it's great. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so there are no standards anymore for tour players. We're going to let them play in we're, shorts now? We're much, oh, wait a minute, they what? do already. We're does much anything older than make, you, Ronnie. Does anything make sense anymore? No. And no, you're not much older than me. So who cares? I mean, I kind of care. I'm kind of with Ronis that you hear it once, you giggle, and you make content out of it. I talk about it on my radio shows and my podcast. But then you go, I thought this was a game of higher standards. To me, and it doesn't go this far. I'm, Ronnie's just waving his hand at me right can't now. Believe it, it doesn't go this far. But to me, it's just one of those behaviors that shouldn't happen on the golf course. It's close to slamming a club, as far as I'm concerned. All right. The second question Conduct I have. Conduct unbecoming. Second question I have is, does Ian Poulter annoy you as much? Not Ian Poulter. Does Ian Baker Finch, different Ian, does Ian Baker Finch drive you as crazy as he does me? CBS's broadcasts. 
Not me. I mean, I, I actually have a little soft spot, soft spot in my heart for anyone okay. who's completely lost their. Do you game. want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you why he drives me nuts? Yes. He says nothing all the time in the most syrupy and annoying way. For example, so they're talking about uh, this guy uh, who was Brendan uh, Todd, mm-hmm. who had lost his confidence. Ian Baker Finch, it's so great to see him. You know, he's lost his confidence a couple of times. I'm so admiring of him. And uh, here's his putt for birdie. And I'm like, what, is, what happened? Explain. Be a broadcaster. Give it to me in 30 seconds, quickly, concisely. You know, he fell to 197th in the uh, driving accuracy, went to go see a guy, a swing coach, had the full swing yips. Here's his putt for birdie, and that'll ah, be just low side. Figured it out, though, by doing this, that, and the other. Then the putting went after that, had the yips. Quite a story. Back to you on 16, Jim. Yeah. That's what you do. He never told me, the viewer, what happened. And then he was like, well, to continue this story further, he made some story about this uh, caddy who who is now a firefighter who gave him confidence because he told him that he was once a stutterer. I go, so a stuttering firefighter caddy helped save Brendan Todd's game? You're going to have to give me more than that. Right. Hmm. It drives me nuts. That, that's a, Assume I do. that's we a good don't one. know, golf broadcasters, what you're talking about. We didn't spend time in the pre-production meeting. We haven't been watching all four hours of your broadcast. We're in, we're out, we're up from a nap. Explain it to us. Okay, enough on that. I'm with you. How about NBC catching the rights to the U.S. Open off of Fox. Fox, on Sunday night it was announced, had flipped the keys back to NBC for the United States Open. Crown Jewel with seven years left on a 12-year deal. Now, I just got a phone call I told you about yesterday. Yes. that It was a nice phone call to get um, from my former boss, who's a great, great golf professional. And he kind of explained how that went Come down. On, because, give him a name. I'm going to do what I'm doing. Am I, I allowed to? Or, yes. Right. So David Dorn from from Woodmont. He's a he's a uh, director of golf there, and he is he's by far the best guy I've ever worked for in my life. And they're hosting the U.S. Women's Amateur this year. And I and he's in, he's he's reached out to us to to offer us something, and it's very nice. And I will. Rec- I said, what can I do for you? You know, for the for the uh, for the amateur, but at the same time, no fans can go or anything. So. Just watch it on TV, please, and I'll say that every week. But he said they just basically came in, Fox said, it is 100% about football, and there's no possible way with how much they can make, I believe, in one broadcast of a football game, they can't make it in every single broadcast of those golf events. Well, they're required, Ronnie, to carry all the other properties the USGA foisted on. Yeah, USAM, US Women's AM. And, and I believe it was ball, the junior, they cover the all of it. Now, they and got canceled. The junior got canceled. They did, but they have been covering those. Yeah. yeah and and I loved watching them. Oh, I've yeah. loved watching them, but yeah. you know, Ronnie, they lose buckets of money on those things. Those are all loss leaders to get the U.S. Open. Right. But it's, I've never in my life seen what is considered a premier property, which the U.S. Open is, to just be thrown back to another network like, yeah, we don't want this anymore. Yeah, I heard an interview with Dan Hicks, uh, again, on the same show, The Starter, and uh, Hicks was talking about he's ecstatic to be back in, oh, the, in the circle. I However, he tempered that with the proper thing to say. The circumstances are not uh, ideal for you know them. In other words, it's, he's ecstatic, but he's not happy about how it happened. Yeah. Meaning this year. 
or he's, not, he's ecstatic to be back. But he's, but he's unhappy. Broadcasting that his colleagues it, at Fox are now out exactly, on the street. and because it's because of the pandemic and all this stuff. But he, it's not about the, well. This year's about the pandemic, yes, obviously. Yeah, but I think overall, Fox had buyer's remorse on this thing almost from the get go. Yeah, and and my interest is the Golf Channel is kind of floundering right now. Oh, they're in trouble, and so they're changing. They're they the cut ones a lot of guys. In. A lot of personalities are moving to Connecticut. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And they're coming in to do these amateurs. They might not be doing the U.S. Open. That might be legit NBC. But the Golf Channel's coming in to do these amateurs. So it's going to be very interesting to see, one, how long that even happens and if they're going to keep sending those It'll be bare bones. You know it'll be bare bones. It's uh, talk to Chick Hernandez, and Chick does the PGA Tour radio broadcast on course. But they're having him do a lot of it from... Uh, his house. Sure, sure. So I that's mean, what you'll see a what, lot of, I What think. did Fox do well, and what was their ultimate sin when it came to covering I, I saw no sin. I, th- I thought yeah. they were great. I thought yeah, they were excellent. I mean, I thought they, first of all, they brought the technology. Yeah. And the biggest thing, shot they brought tracer. the technology, and they brought They brought the Shot visual. Tracer into yeah. television. They were the first ones to use it liberally, and everyone else soon followed. Yeah, I, th- I thought they did an amazing job. And, and, yes, they had to get used to a couple things. And the voices had to get used to a couple things, but I thought they did an amazing Faxon, job. I think Faxon was great. Brett Quigley was great. Um, Azinger, though, that's the tough one. As an Azinger fanboy, he was on the Fox U.S. Open. Now what happens? No, he's he Azinger's NBC. Azinger no. replaced well, he took Johnny, Johnny Miller. Miller's spot. Azinger did the U.S. Open last year on Fox at Pebble Beach. But now he's with NBC. I, he came as part of the deal? You 100% sure? No, no, no. I think he took Johnny he, Miller's he, spot. Yeah, he has, he's oh, been this doing year. Yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah, this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. Okay. Yeah. okay. My bad. Well, that's good. That's good. I love a huge Azinger fan. He started at the end of last year, I yes, believe, right? Correct. Didn't Johnny Miller do the U.S. Open and may, maybe that was his last thing yes, or something? Yes, exactly okay. right. Does the USGA regret grabbing the money to go to Fox? No, no. And the USGA apparently was actually very happy about the uh, payout that happened from, um, from Fox dropping that. Well, USGA or, well, the USGA yeah. gets to keep all their money from Fox, bad money invested by Fox. Someone, Some executive hopefully got fired for this, and they go back to the home they wanted to stay on originally, NBC. They didn't really want to go to Fox, but they said, this is some stupid money. Yeah. It was I, like $100 million a year. Yeah, I'm not sure if they get to keep uh, Honestly, I'm not sure if they get to yes, keep it. Yes, they do. Yes, NBC paid $0.50 cents on the dollar to Fox for what was left on the deal. Okay. It's like eBay, okay. Ronas. okay. Trust me, I sell cameras for 50 cents right. on the dollar okay. all the time. <laughs> exactly. Got it. All right, last one before we get out this segment. Uh, the uh, PG or the uh, PG of America decides that the Ryder Cup is not going to be held this year. They punt it to next year. Right decision, wrong decision. What was the net net in your mind? I think it's the right decision. I, I do, really too. Do. I do, too. I just Any negative your, to it? Now, what are your thoughts? Dude? Well, the yeah. thought is all my friends in Wisconsin, they were very f- afraid that they would kick them out and say, well, get back in line for 2042 or yeah. something crazy like that because they've got these future Ryder Cups lined up like planes at O'Hare, and they were going to be kicked out of line and miss it. So this, But everyone had to agree to do the shuffle. You know, There's a lot of stuff that next year is being layered in. And don't forget the Olympics next year as well are part of that consideration. So I'm just glad it's going to be next year. We hope. Fingers crossed. Unless the uh, the frog flu comes along, <laughs> <laughs> the Brazilian frog flu, right? I hope not. Right. You're like, um, please I was, God. I didn't sleep last night because of that. 
Really? Brazilian frog fl- flu. I can't even say it. Brazilian frog flu. You, you were actually worried about that. No, I was no, not saying I've never heard okay. of it. Okay. All right. All right. Coming up, Ronnie had an experience of a lifetime in Pinehurst. Got to try to qualify for the legendary North-South Amateur, a competition that has been going on for how many years it's now? It's the oldest competition. 108th, yeah. I believe. Yeah, oldest, oldest amateur competition in the world. Plus, he has a hole-in-one story that's incredible as well. So we'll get to that uh, next segment. Also, John Ronas, you've got tales to tell, one of your students. I got, but one of my students next to me also, I got a great tale to tell. And I've got some stories from my trip to Wisconsin as well. So stay with us here on the Capital Golf Gang. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who want to aside. Automatic presses, tee it up everywhere, and use the grease. We sure do. We are live, plausibly so, in the Mobile Strike studio outside of Golfdom here in Tyson's Corner. Go to Golfdom. Tell Buddy you heard us here on the Capital Golf Gang and get yourself some equipment. It's kind of like the start of the season for a lot of people as we are now into July. Ron Thomas with me along with John Ronas, Director of Instruction at the Ronas Academy, River Creek. Ronnie has uh, just come back from Pinehurst, where you had quite the experience. How did you get to try to qualify for the venerable North-South Amateur? Well, I applied uh, to be to play in the golf tournament. You have to send him a resume. I knew I wasn't going to get in. He had a record number of, of applications. It's all college kids, college golfers, accomplished amateurs from around the world. And I was certain I wasn't going to get in. However... Uh, I had been there the month prior on your trip, our mm-hmm. trip, and I played number two, and I played a very good round. I shot 73 at number two with David Coker, David Coker being a former Maryland Terrapin and a current touring pro on the Corn Ferry Tour, told Brian Faley about my round. And, Who's uh, Brian Faley? Brian Faley, I'm sorry, is the tournament director at Pinehurst. It started a thing, and he said, well, you're not in the tournament, but would you like to play in the qualifier? And I had known quite a few players, very accomplished players, who did not get the opportunity to qualify. I said yes. So I planned a trip with my wife, my son, myself, and we went down last Wednesday. And uh, on Wednesday, we arrived at my favorite spot on earth. We stayed at the Carolina Resort. We checked in, and we went over to the Cradle, which is the short course. Cradle is a new course that was built at the Pinehurst Resort itself, Pinehurst proper. It is a small Par three pitch and putt, nine holes or less? Nine holes. Okay. Uh, shortest holes, 53 yards. Longest is number nine, 121-yard par three. Gil Hans, however you pronounce Hans. it, Hans, uh, built it. it. It's really neat. It doubles as the driving range for their championship events. Okay. So they've got target greens now. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so uh, on Wednesday, we went over there. My son, again, my wife and I were on the putting green, and all of a sudden I hear... Hey, Thomas, what are you doing here? And I thought, who the hell knows me here? I turn around. It was my caddy, Daryl, from my 73, who on the last hole when I hold out, I finished birdie birdie. I hugged him, breaking all protocol. 
for COVID-19. <laughs> and I literally started crying, and he had a tear in his eye, and it just an incredible relationship evolved. However, I hadn't seen him since then. He says, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm trying for the north-south. And he said, I, really? And I said, I, I can, could use you if you need. And I said, better yet, we're getting ready to play the, the cradle right now. Would you like to join us? And he's kind of, okay, okay, yeah. So we go out, we play the ninth hole. Uh, there's people everywhere. It's a wonderful place. Yeah, the you know. cradle. It, it, it's it's like a cocktail and music. It is new school. They're not stuffy there. Yeah. They want people to fall in love with the game, enjoy it, and be very accessible. So kids, kids play free. And the great thing is, is the greens are designed as such where if you hit a, a shot, it's like Augusta. It'll the par three. It'll, it'll slope back in. So in, yeah. the the story is, uh, uh, Daryl gets up and makes a one on uh, on the ninth hole. We're dancing, we're celebrating, you scream, it echoes across the property. I put the peg in the ground, one right on top Come of Come on. Back-to-back ones. I mean, back it's unbelievable. to back aces. How many yards? 121 yards. On That's the longest, the longest one. one. The longest one. Yeah. Probably downhill, though, Romus. Uh, it is a little downhill, downhill downwind. Sure. So it is a little probably, down iron. probably hit it thin too. So we yeah. go back. Yeah. I mean, to back. Nice, nice hole in one, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Here's the question: Does do you count it as an official hole in one? I do. Yeah, I do too. I would not. Well, it's, it's in Pinehurst, and <laughs> it's a one. No offense. Yeah. I would not. Well, it has to be an 18-hole round to be recognized by the USGA or by a hole-in-one right. aficionados, but it's how, a one. How many How many aces have you had now? That's two. Okay, That's so your two. other ace was when? How many years ago? Uh, my other ace was when I was uh, 13 years old. Oh, my wow. goodness. It's a long time between I've had a ones. double eagle between now and then, but uh, we were... You, you don't want to be those idiots that are making so much noise as to say, look at me, Come look at now. me. But we caught the attention of the place, and there were several people waiting to go off on number one. Waiting for the free drink. No, wait. No. (laughs) Where's my drink? No, waiting to tee off on the first hole of the cradle, which is right there. And so many people watched it happen, and we got a a really neat uh, little medallion. It's like a a nice poker chip with a hole in one on hole number nine. So it was great, and uh, we had an amazing time. I played a practice round at course number eight on Thursday. Number eight at Pinehurst is a Reese Jones layout? Uh, it's a Fazio. Oh, it's a Fazio. And That's right. It's pe- fantastic. We have played it. It's not like the old Ross courses. It's got all the Fazio, you know, I don't want to say bells and whistles, but it's it's proper. It's really good. It's the 100th anniversary course. It's called the Centennial Course. They built it in 1996 to celebrate 100 years of the resort. It's excellent. I'm there by myself. I paid $35 guest fee or practice round fee. I walk up to the first tee. I meet three guys, and they're going to be listening to this. They they became friends for life. I met Rob, I met Shane, and I met Rich. Three of the neatest human beings I've ever met in my life. We meet on the first tee, and it took us about 10 minutes before we were friends. In fact, we hung out the rest of the time. In Hard Pinehurst. to believe with you. What, right. what, what is their background? Uh, great. How Thanks for asking. Uh, Rob, is for, they all went to prep school together in Blair, New Jersey. They're from Manhattan. They, one of them still lives in How Manhattan. How old are they? Uh, 33 years old. Okay, so Rob, 30s. Rob is a, is a, um, he's a private trainer, uh, trainer in New York City. Shane lives in Dallas, 
and Rich lives in Raleigh, and they met, and I am now invited to any future trips. They just have oh to determine God. where they went. That's so good. Uh, were they there a, for the competition, or they were just no, there no, on no? Vacation? They were they were there just a golf trip, oh, just a fun great. golf trip. And the kicker is, he, uh, Rob tells us about this barbecue place in Richmond. He's one of those guys who's, you know, he's tech savvy, and he goes on excursions, and he finds the best barbecue joint called uh, ZZQ down in Richmond. So oh, we're yeah. on our yeah, we're on our way back, and I said to Leanne, I said my wife, I said, you know, we hadn't eaten yet, and we didn't want to do Wawa or any of that stuff. I said, let's try that barbecue place. We pull up right in front of the barbecue place. Rob's sitting right out on oh the front bench God, eating no, barbecue. You gotta be That's so funny. We're on his way back to New York. On his way to New York City. And oh it's God. funny. They didn't wow. quite finish the round. The, they played number four. They played number two. Um, they got their ass kicked, but Rob played. A, he shot 40 on the back nine, I think, or 43. But then they had number four, and they were cocktailing it you know, the entire weekend. <laughs> so they played number four, and you would generally hope that these guys would be excited. They travel all the way there, one yeah. from Dallas, New York City. We're playing number four tomorrow. It was, oh, God, we got to play number four tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so 11 holes is all that Rob got. But uh, I, I just, stuff. the game of golf, what it uh, affords. You get to the, meet interesting people the, all the time. These were the most friends. clever, wonderful guys. And get this. This is yeah, I have to get this in. Rich, when they play number two, they're a threesome. They get paired with a fourth player. The fourth player just happens to be the chief operating officer of the company that Rich works for, Credit Suisse. Holy smokes. That he had never met, yeah, obviously. And he said, why are you golfing? You should be in the office. You right. should be Zoom commuting, telecommuting. You're fired. Incredible. I'm the CEO. Of, of, I get to play golf. You're a minion. Get back to your desk. There's well, there's, a, an, there's, there's an, example, an addendum. There's an example of you would... Probably never meet that man. No. No. He, there he, he is plays, on the golf course. And he plays a round of golf on Piners yeah. number two. I played with my wife and my son. We played number one. Then we played, uh, we actually played number one that afternoon, Wednesday afternoon. I played number eight on Thursday. Then we went out and played number three. Then we played five. And mm. we played, uh, then I played number two very early yeah, the morning so, I left. Right. And let's so, get to the, let's yeah. get to the main show. So the qualifier was Saturday. Qualifier was, uh, Saturday morning, I shot 79. At Piners pin, number 8. 7,000 yards, wind up, tucked pins. I three-putted four times. Oh. And uh, if I had just putted the ball well, I, I literally could have I could have possibly made it. Um, what, I started pressing it? at the end. What 71. The 71 but, made it. Okay. Did you have any new clubs in the bag? Yeah. I had a new driver that my instructor, John Ronas, from the Ronas Academies, provided for what? me. I had never you hit it before in for competition. for a driver? Well, Zabe, let's get, let's get, if we have a couple seconds here, let's yes, get into the story. Because he had an M6, and he came out, and he, I've been working with Winston, and, and, and Ronnie said, can you take a look? I want, I want a little bit more yardage on my driver. And I said, This is Tuesday. We were leaving yeah, Wednesday. Leaving Wednesday. Oh, my God. So, Ronnie. You got fit for a new driver on Ronnie the Tuesday f- before the <laughs> North-South Amateur. At, well, he didn't want to, but Ronnie gets, he hits a few shots. I'm like, you know what, honestly, Ronnie, swings swings good and it's kind of maybe all you got right so let's take a look at some let's see if i can alter your club to try to give you a few more yards his club so i start to unscrew the head and as soon as i do the first screw i look at ronnie you remember that yeah. face and Did i go, make a noise i go oh he goes what i go i don't know that's a bad he said, sound that sound right <laughs> i keep screwing no problem. Keeping screwing, keeping screwing. And two, head, head's two, not coming two off. Two minutes of screwing, the yeah. head didn't come off. That Stretch bolt, here. No, the bolt broke. 
Uh, it's happened to me twice in my so life. It turned into a baby rattle. Yeah, it just turned into a useless. Yeah. He's piece banging of it on the ground yeah. trying to get it off. Could so not he, get the head he off. put me in a Maverick, and uh, it was awesome. It yeah, was the driving the ball was not the so problem. We I picked forced. up twenty five Callaway, yards. Callaway Maverick That's... twenty twenty five yards. I picked up. It's Shut insane. up! Oh, I'm telling you, it's really? insane. Yeah, ball speed. His, it's a joke. His club was set up so poorly for him. I'm not to say if maybe we did some fiddling with his club that we could have found some yards, but the difference in what his was set up for. Versus what we went with, brand wow. new. Um, so it was, wow. it was a big difference. So had I made the North South, it was when I played Sunday morning before we left. They were speeding the greens up. They had been doing mm. it along the way. And Daryl, my caddy, who caddies it too all the time. These guys, by the way, are amazing. They double loop it, double yeah, bag, thirty six holes a day. It's yeah. insane. Fifteen miles a day they do double, and with a lot so, of bad golfers. Yes, going yeah. army golf, left, right, right yes. left, right. So he had told me that the greens were getting faster. Well, that morning. Thirteen oh. on those greens. And those greens. So, so this is all I got to say. I looked at the scores yesterday. Yesterday, it's Tuesday, Wednesday. 18, 18 on eighteen on two, eighteen on four. Cut to low sixty four. Go to match play. Sixty fours. Oh my shot. god. Sixty fours. On number two. No they're conscience. That, they're that good. No respect for the game. They're Come on, good. golf's harder than that. Sixty-four Stop. on two, seventy-one hundred yards, and these Come are on. all. And these are all. I hate to That's say it. Board. I hate to say it this way, but they're all kind of washed-up amateurs. No, 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 no. no. no this is kids. the college. Oh, okay. This is a. Yeah. This is a major. Uh, it is a major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a major. Kids. Okay. This is a, the but it does include some washed-up amateurs like you. No, no offense. They don't no. make it. No, they don't get in. They don't make it? There's, don't not, make there's not some 25-year-olds that have run out of their eligibility, didn't make the tour. Oh, yeah, yeah there's like some of those. Okay. Yeah, the, the oh, hockey- I'm not saying they're not studs. I'm making a point of even the washed-up amateurs who can shoot sub-70 on a hard course, they're a million miles from yeah. the PGA Tour. That's how crazy good. Like I was having this discussion with somebody. I was saying, what makes the difference between a guy who's this good and can't make it on tour? You know yeah. the finite oh, degrees yeah. the, of making the, it. my son. Uh, every t- they're every golf bag, you guys. It was Wake Forest, North Carolina, Duke, Duke. UCLA, Stanford, Georgia, Texas, right. Georgia, Oklahoma one State. after another. UConn. My son was just well, UConn. UConn. Yeah. My son was blown away. <laughs> but I, I have to say that there is not a better golf resort or destination, in my opinion, my uh, informed opinion. Than Pinehurst, and right now they are giving. Uh, they have great deals. You can play down there. You can stay f- three nights and play four rounds for about eleven hundred dollars, and stay at the Carolina Hotel, the main wow. resort hotel. Food is included. Breakfast. Nice. Wow. And it, this place, it, people. I'm buying a I place there. there. My wife is. Oh, you got to. Go. I know. I can't believe. We're it. talking with a realtor, and we're making the move. Sweet. Uh, uh, when are you moving uh, there? Uh, uh, no, just we're going to have a place there, a condo. Oh, okay. You can get a condo for about a hundred grand. Comes with a membership. Oof. Done. Then you rent it out when you're not there to the yeah. Zabin Group. I'll be. Yes. Uh, I'll be there uh, in May if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> and we a... lucked out with the weather, but um, oh, that's fantastic. I'm, ha- great... I'm having a hard time adjusting to non Pinehurst life. Yeah, I don't blame you on that. So speaking of drivers, I uh, I was up in uh, Wisconsin and I played Green Bay Country Club with John Kuhn, former two-time Super Bowl winner, once with the Packers and once with the Saints, believe it or not. Wow. Great guy. He loves golf, and he golfs everywhere. He, he said, and this is the, the most filthy thing ever, he said, 
He's not sure if he's played Augusta six times or seven times. But it's one of those two numbers. And I said, buddy, you're the worst. <laughs> he uh, he does a show on our station up there, 97.3 The Game. And great guy, loves the game. So we're, after the round, talking about golf and stuff. And he tells about how Rogers would set up these incredible golf trips, Aaron Rogers, where they'd get on a Learjet and they'd go to a place like Augusta or Sage Valley or some combination of the two. And on one of the trips, Rogers buys Kuhn a brand-new M4 driver, which my tailor-made guy, Gitter, said, that was probably our worst driver, whatever. And that's the one you got out of, right? I think, yeah, he he had one of the M4 things. I don't even know what I had. Whatever, but he got him a driver on the first day of the trip, bought it right out of the pro shop, and says, here you go, Cooney. Brand new M4. Enjoy it, buddy. It had a had a, a chicken head cover, and he called it the chicken stick, right? So Kuhn gets out there, hits it on the range. Poof, dead right. Poof, dead left. Doesn't like the way it feels. Doesn't like the way it sounds. Starts playing with it. Can't put it in play. And on the back nine, he starts to kind of hit a few more three woods. What does Aaron Rodgers say to him? But, hey, Cooney, what happened to that chicken stick, man? And it was at that point that Kuhn just said, oh, God, I'm going to have to hit the driver. <laughs> yeah that my Hall of Fame quarterback bought for me and was all excited for. I can't put it in play, and we've got four days left on this I think that's unrealistic of Rodgers. If your host gives gives you something, unfortunately, you got to play it. But John knew that the code of football was don't ever lose the trust of the captain of the football team, whether it's on the golf course in the offseason or whether it's fourth and one and the play's coming to you. That was yeah. kind of funny. Was this a? Uh, did you hit any one-handed shots with Coon? I uh, not with Coon. I uh, unfortunately my left wrist is in such bad shape these days is that I had to play one-handed, right-handed at Brown Deer on Monday. I got to tell you, I made a par one-handed on like a three hundred and sixty-yard par four, and uh, I actually made some good shots one-handed with my right hand only. So if I do end up losing this thing in a horrible uh, snowblower accident. <laughs> I think I could actually play one-handed. And I say that only jokingly because there are people, obviously with disabilities, uh, the Salute Military Golf Association, Jim Estes in our section, does great work with our wounded warriors coming back with all kinds of disabilities, missing limbs, missing arms, missing eyes, and they find a way to play, and they play great. But I got a little bit of taste of that. I don't want to go back to <laughs> no. it. You don't want I need, too much I need to, to get this that. arthritis under control, but still, I hit some one-handed Brown, shots. Brown there. Deer is where Tiger... Hello, Hello world. world. Yeah, yeah. There's and good made golf a hole and- in, made a hole in one. I yeah, this know. course is good enough to hold a tour event. It did for n- many years, and is a city Milwaukee city course that costs forty seven dollars. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. It's unbelievable. Steve, fantastic. how Wisconsin golf is really good golf? Is it not? Well, it's because the weather is good. Now yeah. you only get three and a half, four months of it, but they love it. They love the game. Oh yeah. And big time, and there's good golf, good there's, golf courses, incredible golf. I mean, you're yeah. talking about the Kohler properties, uh, the two at Whistling Straits, and then the two at Black Wolf Run, and then uh, now this Sand Valley course. Mike Kaiser, same guy that did Band and Dunes, is another ve- very unique place yeah. as well. And so. then you played Aaron Hills, I guess, with Gitter. Yeah, I did play Aaron Hills. I got the was... whole scoop from Gitter. That's why Zabe's like, remember, he's like, how do you know all this? Yeah. Right, because Gitter texted you saying I shot mm-hmm. 78, hitting nothing but three wood. Yeah. Because I was at least hitting it two-handed. I couldn't really square up my driver, so I just hit three wood. Hit some good seeds with it, too. Good. I recommend that for anybody if you're not hitting your driver well. What else did you have about your student, Mr. Ronas? No, it wasn't. I, I, I 
uh, I think it's great that my student, he won the uh, qualifier for Winchester. Who's for the that? Virginia Am, Matthew Monastero. He won the uh, Virginia Am qualifier. Uh, it was held at Winchester, and they have the Am and the Open together. My question for you guys was not, you know, it's great. I'm happy to say that he won that. One spot. There was only one spot available for the Open. It's crazy. So he gets that, and he yeah. obviously he's in the Am too, but one spot. Like, I wonder if I'm... If I put my money into that till, yeah. if I know there's only one spot Well, I don't available. think there's usually one spot. I think they gave a lot of exemptions they did. this year. They yeah. did, but still, I think it. I think it's still, I think it's one still spot. tough. It's like a Monday qualifier. Yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, mm. Coming up here on the Capital Golf Gang, we will play a quick nine. We're going to drag Buddy Christensen, owner of Golfdom, out of the store. He'll give us our weapon of the week, and he'll play a quick nine with us as well plus any other mop-up stuff here on this July 4th weekend edition of the Capital Golf Gang. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who still don't know the difference between red stakes, yellow stakes, and white stakes. Except they're all bad. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. All items available here at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. We are joined in the free hugs and candy van, a.k.a. the Mobile Strike Studio by Buddy Christensen. The owner of Golfdom. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't no. know if I want to be sitting in there. Come on, <laughs> man. Big wheels uh, yeah. out the back. Yeah, and, right. Buddy, it's great Ooh. to see you. By the way, I'm sorry to be taking up a parking spot here. What? I think you're almost out of parking spots. It's been kind of what's been going on, but i got to know where the uh, exit door is first before we even get started here. <laughs> the, the exit door? Oh, no. They're all locked. Uh, <laughs> you're locked in here, my uh-uh. friend. So uh, I want to talk about something that you were chatting with us about just before you came on the air, and that is the one item that is flying out the door right now at Golfdom is? Right now, the one item is push carts. Push carts? Yes. We are is in that, a, By the way, is it push carts? Is or it pull, pull carts? Cart. Or is it trolley? Well, it, it, in, in the U.K., it's trolley. Yes. It is. The old school was a pull cart because you didn't really push them, but now everyone pushes the three-wheelers. It really is a push cart. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I shouldn't say it's the, the one thing selling, but it's been unbelievable from the minute this whole pandemic started. Yeah. Um, there was a mad rush, and you, there's not many in the country right now. Do you have yeah. the remote control one? That we do have... Um, I don't right now. We're sold out. But we we sold one. <laughs> what does a push cart cost if people want one? So they're around two hundred and eighty dollars to three hundred fifty. dollars Is that the depending. click gear? Do you have the click gear? We have not right now. Yeah. <laughs> not uh, right now. We've got the Big Max right now okay. that's been shipping well for us, and that's a, a very nice cart. There's uh, a three wheeler um, and a and a quattro four wheeler. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow, four wheeler. So the uh, remote control ones are battery operated. Is that it? Yeah. Correct. Yep. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? No, it's the greatest. It might be the greatest way to play golf. Really? Yeah, it's you just walk and the thing follows you, and it's like a car battery. Follows you like a lost dog. Yeah, occasionally, looking for a treat. Occasionally, yeah. it might go into a pond or bunker, yeah, but that happens. you know, overall, you just walk, put your oh, club incredible. in there, and they don't talk to you. And which this is, is nice. And this, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, your your push cart doesn't snicker when yeah. you 
dump it 140 yards into the creek. Doesn't say, you know what, that wasn't my read. You pulled it. Yeah, right, right, yeah, exactly. Doesn't say that. So would you attribute this solely to coronavirus, social distancing? People want to walk instead the, of ride? The, the boom of this? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we sold more in 60 days than we sold in two years. They had Tuesday. Yeah. So golf courses, a lot of golf courses, especially in Maryland, shut down. And they said for a while you can walk and you can't ride. Right, right okay. So we're shut down, but basically if you want to come out here and walk the course and play, you can. Okay. So that was their only option. Then the whole one person to a cart, carts were not available at some places. I better have my pull cart so that I can play because i got to be able to play. Sure. And so that's the other reason that it went there. Then a lot of people started to get fairly addicted to the the exercise aspect of it and then their friends. And it was just a camaraderie way to play, stay socially distant. And I mean, I've we've that's seen a great thing. You just amount. you just need to be at a course that isn't that course. You cannot walk even with uh-huh. a cart. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, and the amazing thing was for about a month there, they were selling on eBay for up to nine hundred bucks a piece. Oh wow. my god! I because they speculated they, in the market. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Bottom up. We should have held on to some. <laughs> oh well. Um, Ronnie is into a new Maverick, and he says he gained twenty five yards. It, you tell me, is it really the latest and the greatest? It, it's They're selling very, very well. We've got a lot of very, very positive responses to it. I wouldn't want to promise 25 yards, but we've heard that. Um, and, uh, you know, it, we weren't sure what was going to happen with club sales when everything went down. And, and in the last 45 days, it's been unbelievable. Great. Yeah, See, I Ronnie was up... coming from an inferior product. He, I mean, it just yeah. was an inferior product. And I think... You know, I'm, I, I throw it right out there. I'm a Callaway guy, and I think the Callaway Club has invested more money than anyone else, and I think they're the best club on the market. AI. But I will say, yeah, they're artificial intelligence, but I will say that the golf club manufacturers have stepped it up in the last few years. And I am an equal opportunity fitter. I put, you you know that, I put yeah. anything in someone's hand, and they decide what they like and look and, and, and performs best. Um, and all of them. All those manufacturers have stepped up nicely. And, buddy, you can test or you can uh, fit people here. You can get them on the oh, simulator. You can do everything. He's got yeah. Four awesome fitting bays yeah. in there, right? And we fitting do. people. And the people. The people are important. People. Yes. Correct. Very important. Very, right. very important. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, and the nice thing is the manufacturers are shipping those custom orders out faster than, than stock orders, much really? faster. So um, that's. I say that's a nice thing. It's a nice thing when you're getting something custom. Not so nice for me trying to stock up the store right now. But uh, they, they're really pushing those through, especially Callaway right now. Yeah. All so right. I, I benefit in a different way that, that uh, Buddy benefits because everything that we have is custom, right? We don't carry a warehouse full of clubs like he does. What, what so, else is hot these days? Right now, uh, package sets are another category that are it's, it's booming. What's a package set? So a package set is is a is a wider variety of things than it used to be. It, it used to be your beginner set just to get yourself started, uh, half set a box lot of set. times. So yeah, box set. But for people who are just getting into the game, yeah. So they were. What's they're, in the box? So bag six iron yeah and, bags. And they'll, they'll call it a 17 piece set they'll count the head covers as, yeah, as right. pieces, yeah. but, um, the tees. But, but they were 
<laughs> not quite to the not point, but, the <laughs> but they were, you know, three, four hundred dollars. And now there's uh, four or five package sets that are in the fifteen hundred dollar range, which gets you a nice, um, you know, pretty sim. Not sim. quite sim, but but uh, the I'm trying to think who Cobra's got one, Kalea from from TaylorMade. Yeah. So these um, are frontline brands. They're not necessarily yeah. Northwestern, correct? Or uh, you know, links. In, in the past, links. in the past, <laughs> the buddy can correct me on this because it definitely could be corrected. In the past, a lot of these manufacturers, if they did have a surplus of a club that maybe didn't do quite as well. Uh, Callaway, for instance, had their XR club, yep. and they would just then box that and package it, and they'd oftentimes have a 7, 10, 13-piece set, and they'd sell them at different price points. And so it's it was a high-end club at one point that maybe they just needed to, to box for a little while and sell to that customer. Buddy, so they're good. I have a question about golf balls. Tour response, uh, Bridgestone B, all these new golf balls, how much does it really matter to a player to be playing the proper ball? Um, I You know... In my opinion, and you I'm, say a player, Ronnie, give me more specific. Yeah, a, a, a good player, an intermediate a player, player, and a beginner player, a high level player. The you reason I'm asking this is I'm dealing good. with a 12 year old boy all good, all who wants levels. to play the new Ricky Fowler. Well, good. Now Taylor we're finally talking. Has, we finally has, got yeah. to it. I've, I've Here, let me rephrase it. Show 12 my, years. My I don't know. 12 year old son is insistent on buying fifty dollar a dozen balls. Thank you. Could you call him and tell him? So far, we've got the the Tiger B, the Bridgestone B. We've gone through the tour response. Yep. We now are on to this TaylorMade that has Ricky Fowler's designed yep. logos. What? <laughs> I mean, well, he better pick up those quickly because they're about to be done with that design, okay. the Ricky Fowler Ooh. design. Um, I've got a few more coming in right at the end here. Um, but to answer your question, these manufacturers have done a very good job of making very, very good tour balls, but also creating that... that uh, demand where he wants to play that that golf ball that's $45 a dozen. Now does he need that golf ball? Right. Uh, you know. I mean is it true though listening. do you get more bounce off of a ball, you know, uh, based on club head speed or is that just marketing? Well, so Titleist would always say the Pro V1 is a very good golf ball for seniors and ladies because as they get closer to the green you know, they're not going to get to the green in a lot of scenarios in two shots on a anyway. ball. Right. So now you're using a nice ball around the green rather right. than a, a rock hard A hard ball rock ball. that you can't stop. Yeah. Right so it's kind of, you know, counterintuitive, but it does make some sense. Correct. But if you're 20 yards from the green and it takes you two shots, you're probably going to find 20 yards out of a Titleist uh, uh, velocity. Yeah. That thing's stone rock hard uh, and just goes do you uh do you sell the hope golf ball i don't think they do that one anymore but yes that we have okay the hope golf ball was made by who wilson wilson and it came in some interesting colors yes to say the least it had a color underneath it and then a clear urethane exterior right one of the guys i played with had a golf ball that we all said that can't be real and yet it was it was a hope golf ball it was well, you could say eggshell. It was dirty white. And it was hard to see because it wasn't shiny white. It was dirty white. It looked like one of the guys in our group said, I think that color is 
three-year creek. <laughs> That's great. That's a, color. That is That's great. a perfect a color. color. If you fished it out of the creek for three years, that's what it looked like. So they don't make that one anymore. They don't make that one, but I will say colors in golf balls are all over the map now. You got yeah. you got blue, you got red. Um, Finishes. Not just a, and then it's the yeah. matte finish yeah. versus the glossy. And, and yeah, then, I've had blue balls before. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then well, Sunday show, adult ears. No, I, all I said is I've played blue balls yeah. before. Yeah. That's what yeah. I have. I'm sure you so, have. Yeah. Good. The other thing that blew my mind when we were playing Brown Deer, we let a, a couple guys go through, and this one guy hits it, almost makes a hole-in-one. He comes up. I look at his ball, and it's like a Texas burnt orange. It's not quite yellow. It's not quite orange. And I say to him, I go, that's an interesting color. Where'd you get that? He goes, well, it's a Srixon yellow, but I dye it red what? because I can see it better. And I just I almost bit my tongue in half thinking, I now have seen a guy who colors his golf balls like Pez Easter eggs. Yeah. I have not heard that <laughs> one. Probably what he uses. Weird. It's got to be what he uses. And, and there's got to be some performance changes going on sure and and oh, trust me it was not easier to see right. i don't sure. know i don't know what weird thing he had going with his vision i'm like whatever bro he's the one that almost made a whole yeah, one well, so who am i gonna it. question okay. so anyway but, let's right. get back buddy. to as all buddy sells is hope uh, that's right <laughs> it's a story every hope. new club is right buddy all about I, hope I, I, quick question compared to last year sales for you up down same so unbelievable uh 75 days into the year. Unbelievable. Um, next to nothing for the next 45 days. Okay. And this, we had a record-breaking month last month. That's now so now rallying, baby. So now rallying. to hear that. So it just shows you this game's strong. There is a People well, love the game. It, there's, it's something yeah. awful going on out there in our world right now, right? But, but as far as golf goes, we're in a very, very good industry, not just for today, but I think for, for a while. We have talked on this show about, is this going to bring new players to the game? Absolutely. Have you seen people walking in and just... 100%. People that used to play that are getting back into it. Think about some of the, the squash players, guys that like to be competitive. They just can't go do some of these things. Hey. Doing. So now they're coming to golf that and they they played at some point. And Losers still play squash? Yeah. Also, the, the, the guys who would play once a year or twice a year yeah. now are realizing their clubs really suck. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're like, you know what? Maybe and their I'm friends gonna, are telling them I'm in no uncertain terms, I'm play those are relics. So this yeah. is when your salespeople become extra important. Have you had to come out of that office and get on the floor? Yeah, and- well, no. They're they're extra important. I'm I'm not the same as far as they are, okay. as far as knowledge. But, and, and because uh, they, they're, they can get very in-depth. And, and you're absolutely right. Now is the time that, that our type of operation can really help people through what they, what they need. Golfdom is open. Uh, everyone is masked up. Safe environment, fitting rooms, the whole schmear. Uh, come on down today on Sunday if you're listening to this on uh, TEM 980. And then uh, through the week, hours are normally Monday through Friday. What? Yeah, we cut it back to 7 p.m. close, but uh, okay. to 930 to 7. 930 to 7 through the week and then on the weekends as well. And uh, this is kind of like the new start of the season, like baseball, the new start and of the golf yeah. season. And, and they're I, still I ordering online. And, and, and our online yeah. website's been having unbelievable sales too. Yeah. So it's it's right. uh, it's been an interesting run. But uh, what I'm excited is, is people are genu- genuinely playing a lot of golf and, and enjoying it. Have you so, been able to get out to your club, Westwood? Um, I've played a little bit. I haven't played over the last three weeks, but it's been unbelievable how how packed it's yeah. been. So oh, yeah, yeah. All right, very good, buddy. 
thank you. Uh, we're going to let you out of the van. You're the first guest Very we've good. let out of the van. <laughs> Come so on, So thank you for that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I won't tell the boys about how I texted you asking if you could find me a White Hot Odyssey number 6, circa 2001. Oh, you just scoffed geez. and said, would you please get in some modern equipment? Yes, that's right. I'm, talk about being desperate, Ronnie. I'm reaching for the last thing I remember putting good with 20 years ago. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right. Hey, thank you all. All right. All right. Time to play a quick nine, boys. You ready? Here we go. Chop, chop, chop. Round the horn. Quick nine. Hole number one. Water features or hazards should never appear entirely man-made. Agree. Agree. But I want them manicured. You do. I don't want Trimmed the high up. grass yeah. around it. I want them manicured. Ronnie? I agree completely. And the worst water feature is the one on number 18 at Torrey Pines. I've talked about it on this show before, that dinky little stupid It's a tiny pond. pond. It's not natural. You know it doesn't exist. It doesn't feed in anything. It's just a pond It's like pond. a tiny house. It's like a bunker pond. It's, it's yes. a tiny house, yeah. There's a, there is a water feature at Riverbend on 18 that is lovely, and it's almost like this koi pond with a waterfall that cascades down. It probably takes hundreds of man hours to weed it and to do all this stuff. Caves has the same thing. I and, think it's a And every time pump. I play it, I say this is lovely and it does not fit yeah. a golf course. It yeah. doesn't seem natural to me. Number 2, hole number 2. Are you a checkerboard fairway guy or a two-shade fairway guy up one side down the other half and half? Checkerboard. Like checkerboard. <laughs> checkerboard is sweet yeah some say it insists upon itself too much that it's a bit too fancy it's a waste of time and maintenance effort to no checkerboard up a fairway <laughs> okay very good uh number hole number three has there been a better piece of equipment invented than the micro tine aerator that can get greens the aeration they need without a major disruption in play uh, I'm not sure there has been a better golf-related, maintenance-related um, thing. It's, what other piece of maintenance equipment has revolutionized the game that has made it really, really good? By the way, how many clubs do you think have a green roller? Oh, the green roller is important, but it's, common, that's, a, yeah. that's, that's a fine line, too, of how much yeah. you compact. Okay. you got to almost put the two together, Zabe. Like you got to right. have that micro aerator. If you're going to roll it so much, and don't every doesn't every club have to do a big core aeration once a year? Yeah, and you source that out okay. generally. Yeah. Okay, all right, very good. All right, uh, hole number four. Every good club pro you have ever known <clears throat> has this quality about him or her: organized, buttoned up, even, even keel. Yeah, don't get too excited. Doesn't get the, too the most crazy. important thing I can tell you because I am one. The most important thing is that you know your lane, right? You're not yeah. friends with the members. You serve them. And, and uh, yeah. it's, uh, so it's a So drinking with the members, service. sleeping with the members, yeah. frowned upon, and will lead you, to your you're not imminent one of the demise. You work there. And very good at remembering names, unlike yeah, our friend Steve Zabin. Yeah, I'm not very good, good at that. I'm good <laughs> at math, not remembering you names. You and Hatcher. Wait a minute. I'm, like, wait a minute. I'm better than Hatcher. Please, don't even put me in his category. Come on now. Uh, number Hole number five. What year will it be when we have sunglasses that produce live shot tracers 
for us on the golf course. Meaning, you stand there with these glasses and you see the ball bzzzt, painting an arc in the sky like CBS is covering your round. Maybe that's what Mickelson's glasses, sunglasses <laughs> have. What in the hell is he wearing? Have you, you mean s- Angel Miguel Mickelson? Have you seen <laughs> those sunglasses? Uh, I guess anything's possible, what Steve. Year? I'm not sure. What year? Pick uh, a year. 2030. God. Thank you. Pressure All right. Me. Ronis. Miguel what year? Angel Mickelson. Um, never. Awful. never. 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 You'll be dead. I'll be far dead, but no okay. one will even worry about that. The answer is 2027. Oh, cool. Jeez, 20, cool. I had a vision for that. I hope to make that. it to that. Okay. Uh, number six, whose career has been better so far, Ian Poulter or Ricky Fowler? Poulter by far because of the Ryder Cup. He's the all-time winning guy in the history of the Ryder Cup. That says it all. The most pressure, the biggest stage, Poulter by far. Wow. No question. Wow. Yeah, no question. By far. I but believe who's... Ricky Fowler's to be a disappointment. Now, when it comes to marrying a fine-looking woman. Fine. Young woman. Fowler's Lovely Fowler is yeah. four Fowler's... up with three to play on that one. Yes. Uh, number seven, hole number seven, quick nine. How come night golf with glow balls has not taken off? It's, well, it's funny you ask this. I've yes. been thinking about this. Night golf needs to be more prevalent, and I'm talking <laughs> lit Golf yeah. oh. You know, I think it's primarily my opinion on this is because night driving with no lights has not taken off too well. <laughs> That's probably why night golf hasn't. Meaning the, the golf cart? The golf carts with no lights oh. and no lights on the golf course. Yeah, but course. the fully lit golf courses overseas are incredible. Oh, that's like a different ballgame. Korea, they have them. Really? China, they have them. Really? I played a par Saudi. three down at uh, Vieira every year with the Nationals. It was lit and it nice. was fun. Yeah, because I don't see. I don't think there should be a restriction <clears throat> when you can play the game of golf. I think you're missing several hours of potential golf yeah. time. Yeah. In high at school, night. I once got some of those glow balls from the old Washington Golf Center, which is what golfdom's become over there on Tyco Road. And I remember going out to 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 Reston Golf Course and playing with my buddy, and we were just giggling our way. Of course, we lasted three holes. You lose them because yeah. they weren't yeah. that bright. No, you lose them or you just sprain your ankle. Remember, guest at Bellhaven, the first night they have a long drive contest up by the clubhouse and they use glow balls. And I DJ used to DJ it and I'd play like Pink Floyd and stuff. Wow. And these <laughs> tracers going <laughs> off. It was awesome. <laughs> All right, hole number eight. You can join any one club in the DMV for nothing but monthly dues. Burning tree. Wow, that was quick. Jeez, the course is not strenuous enough for your talents. It's all about environment. Okay. All right. You get bored of that course pretty quick. He might. Plus, the membership is 80 plus. And then Gary, who's a little younger. Peyton. Um, Okay, that's true. There's some high pollutants there. Cooley. (laughs) Cooley's not a member. Cooley's on the no-fly list over there. Yes, he is. I would, uh, my goodness. You've been to all of them. What do you I don't know. You know what? I'd like a 36-hole facility, or I'd like to join that private course that someone built in, in Upperville. Anne okay. Arundel Manor. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, go with, I'll go with Congressional. I think my answer, Or Woodmont. I would have said Columbia, but they're tearing it up due to the uh, subway. So It's already done. That's happened a long time ago. Really? It's okay. all done. I need, yeah, to, get, need to get back out there again. I'll all right. Then I'll, then, okay, I'll join Congressional. Twist my arm. Chevy Chase, actually. Chevy is Chase is very yeah. good as well. they got a bowling alley there, I right hear. Uh, and then finally, uh, actually, number nine, hole number nine. Lori Laughlin and her husband, Giannoli Mossimo, mm-hmm. the guy who invented G4 Ware, which my buddy Gitter is all about, were kicked out of Bel Air Country Club after their conviction for fraud in getting their daughter into USC. A member at Bel Air wrote a screeching letter 
to the membership saying, are we to be a safe haven for felons at <laughs> oh, Bel Air? Goodness. Ronnie, I, I want to hear you. First. I have played way, Bel Air. Way in on the ethical scorecard of kicking out the Laughlin uh, family th- at th- Bel Air. I think what they need to be careful of is the glass houses thing. Oh, really? I'm sure. Yeah. There are you some people that are. Yeah. yeah. Jack yeah. Wagner they and the say? boys. They can't and have cheaters Sean in there. Sean Connery and uh, yes. uh, Jerry West. Whom I played in the foursome behind. There is no place quite like uh, Bel Air with the history and everything. It's yes, they're felons. Their crime was to bribe USC to let their daughter in. Right. Which I know a lot of people are like, hey, screw the rich. This is how they've been getting over on the average people. But as far as crimes go, I, I don't know. know if it would really tarnish the reputation I, of I Bel Air. I believe a country club is for better or for worse. I think they let that person in and if they happen to fall you gotta support them and let them play i golf do know that Lori laughlin and release. her husband are going to miss the heck out of bel-air because it's that special of a place and they're also not going to be able to join la country club because there is a oh. new celebrity policy at yes, la country club yes all right boys poor guys what a great great show here in the van today thank you for coming on out i'm going into buddy's toy store to see if i can find a putter in the meantime, nice. you guys are going to play golf, I hope, and teach golf. Mr. Ronas, Ronas Have Academy. Day off. RonasAcademy.com. Check it out. Get lessons like Ronnie did. Ron, congratulations on even trying for the North-South. That's a hell of an experience, accomplishment. We're super proud of you. Awesome, buddy. Well done. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate it. All right, boys. Until next time, thanks for listening to the show. Spread the word. And we will be your home on Sunday mornings as many times as we can until the first frost is on the pumpkin. This has been the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to zabe at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. Or visit the show page at www.theteam980.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts.